This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Retailers are competing for holiday workers in one of the tighter labor markets in the last few decades. Amazon, Walmart, JCPenney's, Kohl's are among those looking to fill around 700,000 part-time positions. Companies are using incentives like higher wages, flexible, flexible schedules, and bigger bonuses to lure workers. And some retailers like Amazon will be using robots in addition to temporary hires to meet the demands of the holiday rush. To look at the state of holiday hiring, we are joined on the phone by Yvonne Barenke, who's an associate professor of management and associate professor of business economics and public policy here at the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. And also joining us, Alan Benson, who's an assistant professor in the Department of Work and Organizations at the Carlson School of Management at the University of Minnesota Twin Cities. Yvonne, great to catch up with you again. Alan, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks so much, Dan and Yvonne. Thank you both. Thank you both. So the overall numbers, Yvonne, looking very good. And part of this is also the fact that wages have been on the rise as well. So it's a unique uh, kind of double hit right here. Yeah, it is It is quite remarkable. I mean, it's just a testament to how strong the economy still continues to be. And, um, you know, people have a lot of uh, spending capacity. Um, and uh, so... You know, I think it's it's worthwhile to remember that you know, for people who are not familiar with these inform with this kind of data, is that there's a it looks a little bit like a heartbeat uh, when you when you for those who have might maybe seen like a heartbeat on a piece of paper drawn out, in that retail uh, employment spikes up or, or jumps up by like seven hundred thousand in uh, in December or like around that season and then drops again. That's like a counter effect in, in January February. Uh, but the you know the swings are around like an additional seven hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand people seasonally, and it's it's interesting that it continues because a the economy is very strong, uh, big companies have to compete for these retail employees uh, by offering them better employment conditions, but you know I am thinking a little bit also what will the impact of tariffs be um, on on seasonal uh, employment. Um, people spend as much as before, but maybe that doesn't mean as much profit as before. So that will be the interesting story to watch uh, over the next couple of weeks. Alan, your thoughts? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think you know. So I like the the, allegor- the kind of the metaphor of the heartbeat. Um, I think this year, uh, I think it's especially strong. I think it's just remarkable to see the, the numbers of job postings coming in and all the different ways that retailers are trying to um, trying to get a a piece of that labor market and trying all the creative uh, strategies to uh, to stand out from the crowd. What is the expectation then that that we should see going forward with holiday hiring? Because Yvonne, it's it's amazing that even going through the recession a decade ago, holiday hiring continues to be one of the stronger pieces to to hiring each and every year. It's almost an an, an automatic that we are going to see that every year. And, and there is obviously still a concern of of whether or not we are going to see uh, technology and robotics take some of hiring away, even to a degree, the holiday hiring. Yes, I mean, it is a reliable um, up and down. Um, it is reliable because it uh, does not uh, require a lot of commitment from the employer's side. Um, these are seasonal employees or part-time employees. So these are, you know, this is how they adjust for, you know, swings in demand and supply, or perhaps they they might even choose to do a lot of the inventory uh, for the following year with these uh, seasonal employees. And that's a very 
flexible way for them to do that. So even if they hire them and they actually don't need them on the on the on the shop floor uh, in the retail space, they can reappropriate them into the warehouses. So it's it's kind of an, an interesting thing. I have to say, you know, you, you brought up the recession. You know, I uh, I know from many companies that you know for many of them, Christmas didn't happen. Um, you, you see a lot of companies who basically shed um, excess um, excess funds at the end of the year. Otherwise, uh, the accounting department reappropriates it back to them. But that didn't really happen during the recession. But, you know, companies might do this. Um, the other thing to, to note, and, you know, Al knows this data much better than I do, is there has been just like a very continuous upward trend, um, you know, the seasonal swings. But there seems to be like a very smooth upward trend over the last uh, years. And it continues to be an upward continuous uh, trend this year. Alan? Yeah, so that's, you know, so if you look in like the survey data, so like the job openings and labor turnover survey, you can just see, uh, yeah, an upward trend over the last several years. But I think, you know, something special, I think, about this year where just, um, just I think, 100,000 more job openings this year compared to the last. It's, it's really, uh, just a, this is kind of a, it's almost like an upward trend with, with like, wow, you know, 2018 is uh, going to be a big year. I think in terms of um, capital investments, I think it's also really interesting to see that, you know, some companies are taking some different approaches. So um, as Yvonne mentioned, uh, most companies are hiring uh, more seasonal uh, workers, and that's part of their strategy. But you also yep. see some businesses like Walmart also saying, okay, well, um, we're going to try, the last couple of years, they've tried instead uh, converting more part-time workers to full-time and then also trying to use more full-time and also saying, well, you know, this may not get us all the way there. And so we're going to try to use more capital investments to try to uh, save on labor. So it's um, it's kind of interesting to see how just um, a lot of the companies have different strategies for how they're trying to um, to adjust the seasonal demand. Uh, and and um, what's so remarkable is, is so, you know, I, so I'm really curious on Yvonne's take on this, but you know, if you thought there was like a one best way to recruit a worker, you know, it'd be surprising that you'd see like some companies, uh, you know, like Amazon, just saying we're going to get rid of bonuses, we're just going to boost our, our hourly wages, and others that say, you know, we're going to try to use things like raffles or or um, or uh, or things like uh, these to, or bigger store discounts to try to uh, to, to lure workers. Um, and just like the variation of, of what different companies are doing, and even though they're competing in the same space, seem uh, really interesting. Yvonne? Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, that, that's, companies are often trying various things. Uh, but also what, what, what people have to appreciate is most companies really um, um, don't do their own hiring. You know, they use other services who do the hiring for them. Um, at, at a big scale like this, and not only just the hiring, but also the the whole payment processes are, are um, you know, are not really done in house anymore. So, um, and and that's uh, what that means for the for, for hiring. It's it's. I often find uh, that companies are more creative uh, and versatile in terms of the hiring practices than these external companies. Who uh, basically are servicing a lot of different companies, uh, depending on who needs uh, employers. So, yeah. But uh, Amazon is a big player, uh, for better or worse. Um, and uh, it was interesting to see that they have committed to um, increasing the hourly wages. And it, because they are such a big player, it will be interesting to watch for me in the next year or already this season whether other 
um, other companies follow suit in this kind of employment practice. You know, it's interesting, Yvonne, because, you know, even though Amazon is is increasing their pay, I mentioned that they're still going to have about 100,000 uh, holiday workers uh, during this upcoming season. But that number is actually down from from a, a year ago. So should there be any concern that that overall number of, of holiday workers is declining a little bit? It's it's hard to it's hard to say uh, what to make of this data. You know, <laughs> you look at one data point, and <laughs> there are various ways to look at it. This is an early sign that uh, you know, um, because of the as I say, because of tariffs, and uh, I mean, electronics and clothes are a big chunk of of holiday sales, and most of these items are were traditionally or are produced in in China, and uh, because the price. Uh, of these commodities have increased and uh, the profit margins have therefore shrunk, you know, they might see that we actually don't need to use as many people as before. Um, but, you know, I don't know whether we can attribute the drop in the $100,000 to to that or not. I think it's quite okay. early to say. Alan? Yeah, I think it's also likewise really hard to tell. Um, you know, different companies are going to have different um, strategies in terms of how they're, like when they're bringing in workers. Um, and so, uh, and so it's, you know, I think if you look at the overall headline number, if you look at uh, like a retail industry as a whole, you're still seeing uh, overall increase in both the employment numbers, the job openings numbers, and uh, and also uh, things like wages. Ivan? Yeah, it's it's a good question. I mean, with Amazon, I just have to also <laughs> point out is yeah. that Amazon they're they're in the in uh, they are about to move and build up a new headquarters, or maybe they are preoccupied with that a little bit and mm-hmm. have to think whether instead of like the seasonal workers, we are now opening a new headquarter where we will have more permanent employees. So maybe this is just a reflection of that uh, in, for this specific company. And it's interesting to see that they now split the seem to have split the strategy of having one new headquarters to, to two new headquarters. Um, and uh, this will basically spread uh, new employment opportunities in the New York and in the Washington D.C. area. Um, so maybe that may be another reason why they why have why they have um, reduced the seasonal employment. But the, the the interesting for me, Alan, is also looking at some of the perks that these retailers are 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 adding in to try and get people to come to work for them. Uh, you know, everything from increasing the discounts, and you know, pretty much every every employee that works for a a clothing uh, retailer or something like that gets that company discount, whatever that rate is. But you know, Gap and Old Navy are are raising it to fifty percent during the holidays season. Uh, You've got companies that are offering people, if you come work for us, we'll enter you into the potential of winning a trip, a $5,000 trip. (laughs) I mean, this is, this is a unique take. This is, this is different than what retailers are having, are used to having to do. I think, you know, one thing I want, Alan, go ahead, please. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I, so I think, um, you know, it's, yeah, it is really interesting. I think, um, you know, it always made sense for, I think, retailers to offer some employee discounts. You know, if you thought about, uh, if you just think about, you know, who you want to designing a screening policy that attracts the people who you want to attract, you really want to design these sort of incentive packages to, uh, for example, get people who care about the brand. And so, by offering uh, store discounts, um, that's you know a good way to actually get people in the door and applying for your jobs. So you actually care about, for example, the product sold at Gap. Um, but even now, yeah, we're seeing some really big increases just in the size of the discounts and. 
Um, yeah, as you mentioned, um, yeah, so the KC Penny, I, I believe, is the company that has those gift bundles worth up to uh, $5,000. Um, Target also has um, giving random workers at each store and distribution center a $500 bonus, right. um, uh, one random worker from each, um, in addition to um, uh, several other retailers that are just essentially using these like lottery types of incentives. Um, and that really like strikes me as um, uh, so I'll go out on a limb here. I, I think that's really, uh, I think it's kind of like attention grabbing. But like I'm really surprised that um, that a that company would say, okay, well we're going to use that in lieu of another wage. You know, again, you saw like Amazon saying we're going to get rid of these bonuses because we think that um, just workers like the, the certainty of having uh, like the certainty of having um, a higher wage. Right. Uh, and you know if they want if they want some risk, then they can go out and buy a lottery ticket with that higher wage if they really want to. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just like really interested to hear. Yeah, um, Yvonne's done a lot of work on like behavioral compensation. Yvonne, um, yeah. So, what do you think? Well, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know how how common the, these these lotteries and these these schedules are. Typically, you know, they were inspired by the idea that people over overvalue small probabilities, which is why yeah. people are drawn to lotteries or to more accurately saying to call it for these sweepstakes, um, where you with a small probability you get a big payout, and with a, in most cases you get a very small payout. Um, actually, the the, I've I've tried those incentives in, as well, and uh, there's not a long, lot of evidence actually that they uh, substantially um, attract people more. Um, so mm. I think this is this is one one case where you know the internal HR managers or incentive managers um, are, are are reading too many uh, books at the airport uh, <laughs> rather than following empirical evidence. But I want to. Yeah. I, I, would, I just want to say something about the discounts. That's interesting because we have to remember who are the people who who do seasonal work, and they are not identical, but they're similar to people who are uh, near or at at, a, at the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. And those people are pre- a very large, a disproportionate proportion of them are single mothers. And uh, for them, really, these discounts uh, are very, very sensible because they they need to buy a lot of stuff for their children and for themselves. Um, And so this could be actually just a reflection of what kind of an applicant pool they are trying to draw. And as I say, you know, those those uh, single mothers, they have this issue that, well, I need the money because I actually have to buy stuff all the time. I'm interested to also get your opinion, Yvonne and and Alan, about the fact that this is all going on as we have an unemployment rate in this country of around 3.7 percent, obviously one of the lowest that we have seen in in quite some time. Yet you still see the need for a lot of people to be involved in these types of jobs. And and it almost makes me think, uh, Yvonne, that. Even though we see the low unemployment rate, because wage growth has been relatively stagnant over the last few years, and it's peaked a little bit in the last few months, uh, that people still, in many cases, need to have that second job right now. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I'm from Europe, so I come at this a little bit as an outsider uh, or uh, as a foreigner. (laughs) I'm a legal immigrant. (laughs) But... And what strikes me compared compared to Europe is that you know there are not a lot of amenities. Again, you know, when just taking the example of the single mothers, not a lot of amenities on how to deal with their children. So, for them, when they consider a job, they have to think, well, you know, I could work, but then I have to use uh, childcare or even get a car to be able to drive to work and get the get the kid, uh, you know, to some place where they can look after it. 
And if you add all these costs up, it doesn't really make all that much additional sense for them to work. So they uh, strategically choose certain times of the year where they can all these things uh, organize, you know, get the in-laws in, in, in the area where they can then actually go out to work. Mm-hmm. So they essentially can't afford to work all year long because it is such a lo- big logistical exercise for them. Alan, your thoughts? Yeah, I think, you know, I think this idea of, um, of like, especially in retail where people have part-time jobs and sometimes they have some uncertainty over scheduling. I mean, this makes it, these jobs really difficult for people to um, perhaps, you know, if they're a working mother, for example, to have child care and then also to have kind of a difficult to predict part-time job. Um, I think one of the big trends we might see in the coming years, um, if it's not here already, is that uh, companies have to think about, okay, well, you know, if they're not going to work at our company, then like, how does Uber fit in? I mean, is, are we competing against Uber? Does, does our company, or not Uber specifically, but any kind of gig work, like, yeah. is this going to let people kind of fill in their hours where they need it most um, so we can perhaps fill them in for some hours, but then they can have these other really, uh, they can have these on-demand jobs if, uh, you know, if, if to, to fill in the holes that if we, for example, um, uh, need people at the last minute. Uh, I think it's, as, um, you know, remember, like these retailers, uh, we can talk about retail, but remember, the, the, these retail jobs, they're competing in the broader labor market. And a lot of the people who go into retail also have options to work in a lot of other um, occupations that don't uh, require a huge, long investment of um, really specific, occupationally specific skills. So, um, and so I think, uh, you know, right now, uh, the unemployment rate has 3.7%. It's remarkable for people with high school um, degrees. It's uh, about 4% right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they can work for, uh, in the gig economy, they can work um, in retail. Um, you know, one of the surprising things is even though wages have been going up, um, labor force participation is still yeah. in the mid 60s right now. It's, yeah. it's not, it's not fully recovered. So, um, and so they were also trying to attract. So, you know, I think wages could still grow, and, and you could still find more people entering these jobs, um, perhaps if the price is right. Uh, but it's, uh, uh, but again, like this is part of the broader labor market, and kind of what we're seeing is increased uh, demand for uh, for people uh, kind of in that part of the labor market as well. It, it also, going back to Amazon uh, as an example for a second, Alan, it, it does, uh, when you look at, at some of the stories about Amazon and and where they're doing their hiring, especially through these holidays, a couple of articles have really hit on the fact that they are looking to hire more drivers. And, and there's been uh, reports out there about Amazon trying to maybe even come up with their own delivery service so they don't have to use the traditional like you, uh, UPS, the Postal Service, or, or DHL, or one of those companies, and, and that's an, a component of this hiring that it kind of plays back into that gig economy, where you know people who are who are Uber drivers. Well, maybe here's another option for you to be able to drive for Amazon, and if they have the need, get a, get a decent amount of hours as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just it's and again, it's not just the number of hours; it's the ability to fill in hours where you need them. Um, and so, if you if you have like a part time job, for example, uh, so yeah, I think you know companies are going to have to increasingly think about you know where does the gig economy fit into their HR strategy. Yvonne? yeah, it's 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 interesting to watch. Um, you know, uh, I, I think. It, it, 
I, I just don't know what will happen in the retail space in in, in the coming years. Uh, it really because it's, it's in some sense up to the to the whim of a few players. Um, Amazon and you know Amazon mm-hmm. Walmart. If you take those two, I mean they are such a big proportion of of the employment and such a big proportion of uh, where people are spending their money these days. So. Even, even like the slightest change in their strategic outlook uh, can create um, quite huge swings in, in where people orient themselves in terms of skills. So um, I, I just, uh, it'll be interesting to see. And I hope this stays great. Uh, but you know, if you look at the data since uh, the Second World War on how long it takes from to go from recession to recession, uh, usually right. it's the... Uh, every six and a half years that we have another downturn. Now, it's now been over 10 years uh, since the last recession. I'm not saying that we are due to have one, you know. Right. <laughs> we are entitled right. to a new recession now. Uh, but uh, it, there will job. come a downswing again. <laughs> and then that will be really interesting to see uh, how Amazon adjusts to that. You know, Ivan, you almost sound like we, we need to put uh, a wager on this in Las Vegas as to when the yeah. next one's going to occur, right? Well, you know, it will come. You know, it's like death and taxes. Uh, the next recession will come. <laughs> 844-942-7866 is the number if you would like to join in with your comments or questions. Maybe you're somebody that is uh, on the uh, on the work line for uh, one of these companies for holiday hiring, and maybe you have seen a difference in terms of the hiring process and the benefits. Give us your thoughts now, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Or if you'd like, send us a comment on Twitter, at BizRate. Radio 132 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. I, I, I find it very interesting, Yvonne, that, again, this is, a, this is a component of the retail sector, the hiring part of it, that is incredibly strong year after year after year. And, and we are at a time, and I mentioned this at the top, where uh, Toys R Us uh, obviously closed its doors. Sears is obviously having a, a lot of problems. And and even with the strength of Amazon and Walmart bringing up a, a lot of these jobs, it does make you wonder if there is potential of a, of a cycle, uh, cyclical downturn in holiday hiring at some point down the road because of retail and how much it has been kind of fluctuating the last few years. Um, you know... You know, Alan has been very good at following this data better than me. But I think people have to appreciate that um, we are now in a scenario, sorry to hammer about Amazon a lot here, but what you have is like a big um, big company, Amazon, that actually is a platform for thousands or hundreds of thousands of smaller suppliers who use that platform for them. And those are companies that we have never heard of, um, but they are really, really big. They are in the background. And so we have, we have over the last decade, we have shifted from um, buying and being employed at a, at, a host, at, a, at a broad range of companies that we recognize because we saw them in, in the malls like Toys R Us to actually purchasing items from companies that we don't know uh, and we don't, haven't heard of because we just uh, go online uh, to Walmart or to Amazon to buy it from them. So... I think um, the fact that uh, Toys R Us or companies like these uh, disappear, um, I don't think translates into a reduction in the in the seasonal hiring um, as we as I would predict it to be. Alan, yeah, I think you know again I, I would kind of go with uh, Yvonne on this one too, um, and it's you know it's really hard to get a read because at some at one end you have these really high profile cases like Sears and Kmart and um, and Lowe's that and uh, Toys R Us and 
um, also like boutique clothing retailers that have um, uh, that are um, that have been in some financial distress, um, but at the same time, yeah, Amazon is a platform, and you still see over the overall numbers for the industry growing. So, um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it seems like overall, if you're worried that you know uh, all retail is going to be taken over by a relatively small cadre of Amazon workers, you know, maybe we're not quite there yet, uh, right. given the overall the, the overall numbers look strong. Great having you both with us today. Thank you, Yvonne. Thank you, Alan. All the best. Thank you you. so much. Thank you. Yvonne Barenke from here at the Wharton School. Alan Benson from the University of Minnesota at Twin Cities joining us on the show. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. 